podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Jamie Carragher and you are listening to the Cop Eye Podcast. Everyone, welcome back to the Cop Eye Podcast and a brand new show called Ref Regards, which isn't anything like Sky Sports' Ref Watch. Don't worry, I haven't tried to rip that off at all. Um, but yeah, due to the officiating, which has been pretty poor this season, which is a bit of an understatement, I thought it'd be a good idea just to get um, yeah some good people on to have a have a chat about it and see and see what they think. But yeah, I'm Mick and I'm joined by former FIFA and Premier League. Assistant referee Glenn Turner. Glenn, how are you doing? I'm good, mate. Thanks very much. It's good to see you, and, uh, and thanks for the invitation. Looking forward to this. Never done a podcast before, so <laughs> I, I like I like new things. I'm looking forward to it, mate. Thanks for. No worries. Yeah, just because I, I know you were obviously uh, formerly in the game and stuff, so I just thought, well, I was going to ask you a couple of weeks ago, and I thought, as the I was like, if it keeps on going like this, the referee, and I thought I need to get Glenn on here and and sort them out. So um, here we are for episode one. Um, there's, before... there's one. There's one or two people, especially on social media, been saying that you need to go in there and sort them out, Glenn. <laughs> I don't know when the reputation precedes me, but it, I think it. I think it does. I think it does. Unfortunately, you'll, you'll only you'll only get a straight and honest answer from me, mate. Whatever you ask me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, just before we get stuck into loads of stuff, unfortunately, from the Liverpool game and some other bits, can you just give us a little overview of like your career in the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy to do that, although not very comfortable doing it, mate. I don't really like talking about myself. Right? Um, I did 18 years on the Premier League. Um, I was fortunate as an assistant referee, I was fortunate enough to do all. Um, major domestic cup finals, so FA Cup final, uh, League Cup final, a um, couple of championship playoff finals, um, FA Trophy final. I went to the World Cup in 2006 as uh, one of the English team. Uh, went to Euro 2004 again as part of the English refereeing team. Uh, well, so I done Europa League, Europa Cup final. Well, I don't know how many Champions League and Europa games and World Cup qualifiers and well, God, mate, lucky really, lucky for a daft lad from Derbyshire. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I thought it'd be perfect to get you on for episode one because obviously that experience in the game and stuff. So you've got a lot of I've got a lot of insight and a lot of knowledge on on the rules because I mean, there's a lot of people on social media who think you know everything about the game generally about like yeah, yeah. but then there's people who think they know the rules and I thought well let's just crack yeah. on episode one with someone who does know the rules and we were we were we were laughing the other day because we were like we want to talk about it doesn't have to be Liverpool obviously we've just got to have a Liverpool edge because it's a Liverpool podcast but yeah. we were hoping 
we were hoping that the Liverpool Newcastle game was going to be very minimal in terms of instance, and we were very wrong. As we, um, we were stupid enough to think there'd be no instance, of course there was loads of instance. So let's get let's get stuck into them. And uh, apologies yeah, for my voice because my voice has gone after it. Obviously, big, I, think, big, I think we're all like that. Big Nunes has ruined my voice after last night. Um, but yeah, let's get started. Stuck straight into the game then because. Liverpool start the game okay um, in terms of keeping the possession and stuff, and but it doesn't last too long in terms of incidents because it's six minutes, Trent gets a yellow for... Um, I mean, when you watch it back, he gets barged in the back by mm. Gordon, goes flying, and then he kind of rolls the ball away. And I understand the new rule, like kicking the ball away, throwing the ball away, whatever, is a yellow, and I agree with it. But what I don't agree with is Gordon using the shoulder in the back of Trent. For me, that's a textbook textbook foul, and it should be it should have been a Liverpool free kick, shouldn't it? Yeah, you spot you don't need me, mate. You spot on. <laughs> you spot on there, mate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a couple of disappointments for me. First of all, disappointing that um, John Brooks, the referee, or his assistant on that side, neither of them saw the. I mean, it was a clear push by uh, by. Anthony Gordon into the back of Trent. Um, players can go shoulder to shoulder. That's allowable in, in the laws of the game. But shoulder to back is not allowable. And he clearly did push Trent over. That's the first disappointment that that happened and nobody saw it. But the second disappointment, of course, is Trent. Um, as, as minimal and as small as the throw of the ball away was, it's it's topic of the day at the moment I'm afraid amongst the, the refereeing fraternity on, on the PGMO because Howard Webby Howard Webb has made it so he said he wants this kind of thing clamping down on he wants time wasting um, clamping down on he want, and he wants the image of the game cleaning up so referees are very very quick to get one in as soon as they can to show the boss that they're doing what he's asked uh, so Trent throws the ball away, all right, not very far, but he did it. And that's disappointing because really he should know, you know, if you're going to do that now, you're going to get done. So I'm afraid that yellow card is a stick on yellow card. Yeah, I, I, I agree with it because like it's it's been creeping into the game, hasn't it, for, for ages <laughs> yeah, that yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. They used to do it. I feel like they used to, if someone kicks away, and it was, I think it was more of it was obvious though, if it was an obvious kick away, give yellow. But it's been creeping in with like yeah, yeah. gamesmanship and obviously diving and whatever. And, and that one's always been a stickler for me, like kicking the ball away. So yeah. I understand it, but it's the, it's it's the, the foul before, it's the foul before yeah. that you yeah. that you can't get yeah, on board because, with. Because, because of course, if, if Brooks up and or his assistant had seen the foul, there would have been no yellow card to Trent. Because the free kick would have been in Liverpool's favour. So what has Trent got to gain by throwing the ball away? None, nothing whatsoever. So it would have been foul to Liverpool. Get up, let's have a free kick and the game would have gone on. So whilst Brooks didn't cause the yellow card, because he didn't shout over to Trent, hey, throw the ball away. <laughs> he has got some some involvement in, in it because he missed the foul. Yeah, and I, and I think in a way that because of this, the second incident, which is pretty much straight after, um, obviously, once someone's on the yellow, like we've just been saying before we started recording, once you once it's players on the yellow, the team are like, right, get on him as soon as possible, try and take him on. And obviously, Anthony Gordon's unfortunately a very good player at uh, one on ones, and he can get by most people in the league. And obviously, Trent 
is then getting targeted. Trent then leaves, I guess, a little bit of an elbow on him, and he and he yeah. goes over. I still, I still think he goes over soft, but I think yeah. if yeah. if the it's 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 that thing about like if he's got a yellow, if he didn't have a yellow, he would have got a yellow for that. I think definitely, but definitely. It's, it's the it's the proximity of the two chances isn't it? or the, the two incidents yeah. that yeah, the referee's got. Yeah, they're only forty-five seconds between Trent getting a yellow and that second incident. You know what? I've, We've all done it. I've done it as a referee and I've given a yellow card or I've made a decision and immediately I've started questioning myself. I've thought, have I got that right? Um, and, and if and if looks on your side, nothing happens for the next five minutes um, and you can come to terms with it But as, you, as you're running around. But within 45 seconds, Brooks has faced with a massive decision. And I wonder whether he's questioned his first decision in that first, in those 45 seconds he's thought you know i reckon i've missed a foul there on trent or because you can tell with player reaction uh, and player reaction was good god if you've missed a foul on trent you can't then go on and caution him of course you can because you think you throw the ball away but i wonder whether it's sinking in with john brooks i've messed the first one up here i should have given the foul the other way and therefore He's he's reluctant to give another one to Trent, but I've got to say he was a lucky lad because had he given one to Trent, he couldn't have argued because it he didn't he didn't belt him with his elbow, he didn't belt him with his arm, but he put an arm on him, and Gordon's going to go down um, as a lot of players will do, not just Gordon, but he's very good at that kind of thing. He does go down. Um, he will be aware that Trent's already on the yellow card. Don't any of us kid ourselves that players don't. And and if they can gain an opportunity to uh, to have their their uh, opponent sent off, then I don't think they'll they'll shy away from doing that. So he was a lucky lad. I mean, he, he was lucky again on twenty five minutes because when when Newcastle went through Gordon, when Newcastle went through where, where Trent had that bit of a nightmare. He didn't control the ball. He grabbed hold of Gordon's shirt yeah. and he let go of it straight away. Now, he's a lucky <laughs> lad because if if he'd not let go of it and Gordon had gone down, he's off. Yeah. So he, he's, had, he's had a couple of little nibbles there, Trent, and got away with them both. So I hope someone at Melwood's having a word with him this week and saying, listen, you've got to tighten that up, pal. Because uh, one sending off enough for anybody, you know. We don't want another one. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get on to that one. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 it's it's basically um, basically straight away. And obviously, Gordon goes on and and scores, and then three minutes later, the the, to- the big topic, I guess, <laughs> that we can discuss is yeah. is Virgil Van Dyke's um, yeah, yeah. red card, yeah. and obviously, again, a load of people online thinking definitely not a red. There's people saying it's definitely a red. There's people in the middle. What what are your thoughts on it all? Oh, it's, well, we, we used to get all kinds of chants at us, um, and, and some of them were quite funny, actually. <laughs> um, we used to get all kinds of things um, said to us, thrown at us, and accused of us. But kind of one of the things that used to hurt more often than not was you don't know what you're doing. Um, when you know damn well you've got it right in law. Uh, and I'm afraid to have to tell every red out there that you got it right in law. Um, this one comes under law 12, fouls of misconduct if people want to get technical and have a look at the laws of the game. It's law 12, fouls of misconduct. Um, 
it's a red card for, for Virgil, and I'll try and explain to people why. He's made a genuine attempt to play the ball. There is no doubt about that. Um, the, the path of deviation of his, of his leg going into the tackle doesn't, doesn't alter. He doesn't suddenly flick it out one way or the other. He's trying to make a tackle on Isak. Unfortunately, he's, he's uh, made contact with Isak's foot before he's made contact with the ball. Now, because that happened outside of the penalty area, that's a red card if Isak is considered to be through on goal, which he was. It, it, it comes under what we call dogso, denial of goal scoring opportunity. And there's no doubt for me, if, if Virgil hadn't made contact with him, Isak would have been through one-on-one -on -one with um, Alisson, and that's a goal-scoring opportunity. Now, as I said, he happened outside of the penalty area, and so therefore it's a red card. Where people often get confused is the law changed if that happens inside the penalty area, because it would then only have been a yellow card and a penalty. And the reason for that is um, the, the lawmakers decided that there was something called double jeopardy. And, and they deemed it enough of a punishment to the defender for the penalty having been given without having need to send him off as well. So inside the penalty area, so long as it's a genuine attempt to make a tackle, it's not, you know, it's not a violent act. Um, so long as it's a genuine attempt to, to make a tackle, which it was, inside the penalty area, that's a penalty in the yellow card, but outside of the penalty area, it's a straight red. I'm sorry, Verge. <laughs> sorry, mate. You're going to miss Villa. Um, I just hope that um, nothing else comes Virgil's way in terms of punishment for you know failing to leave the field of play immediately or saying anything to to the officials um, before he did. But that that will all come down to what John Brooks puts in his match report that get gets sent through to the FA if he yeah. decides to say. He was abused or he felt intimidated or whatever then verge might be looking at more than one game but at the moment it, it's a straight one game for denial of a goal scoring opportunity yeah, i waffled so, on a bit there but i hope no, you made no, it clear <laughs> no no that, that makes it very clear because that's i mean i had to after it happened yesterday i had to go on google and i was straight into the on the fa page looking at the laws I was like what's going yeah, on here what what's yeah. the what's the rules because it is a is it one game? But obviously, it's it's one game if it's like you said, it's just just a red card and and yeah. and whatever. It's then two games if it's if it's extra, like if there's yeah. dissent involved. Is, yeah. is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He's and then it's it's yeah. three for um, violent conduct, isn't it? Oh violent, yeah, just yeah, just like... smack somebody in the mouth. You're looking at minimum. <laughs> you're looking at minimum of three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. would have been through on goal if if um, the foul hadn't been made it's a it's a textbook red card dogzo denial of a goal scoring opportunity one match ban for me textbook they don't come any clearer than that yeah okay well that, that, that's one good thing because i think there was obviously when there's a red card i think people just think of does that because i think like even when you sat with people like how's oh, that is that instantly three games i think people just jump yeah. straight to that because yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a red so <laughs> just yeah, one yeah. so just one game missing so just, that's, the, that's... just the one unless there's any add-ons for you know virgil's actions afterwards yeah 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 
Um, yes, yeah, so that, so that clears that up, which is, I guess, um, especially with the way the way the game went, it's I can I can handle one game, well, I can, yeah. one or two game ban, considering we uh, considering yeah, we sad, won the game. The sad thing is, up until then, I thought Verge were doing really well. You're having one of one of the best games he's had this year in, in the first three of the season. He looks solid. Um, Liverpool look good at the back, uh, and then that happens, and straight away, oh, my heart sunk. Oh, no, he's going here. He's going here. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just oh, frustrating as well because like we've not really because of the because the last two games we've had, had red cards we've not been able to see like uh, obviously the new midfield the fully new midfield end now and they got got played yeah. you haven't had chance to see like a proper that Liverpool midfield actually I guess for a long amount of time where you're going oh, right this is what Liverpool are trying to do in this type yeah. of moment in this moment yeah, because yeah. we haven't had a, a long enough time to see it for no. 90 minutes <laughs> no although, although the one the one thing I have had enough time to say to see and, and to come to the opinion this bloke is outstanding is Sobis like wow what a signing he's turned out to be eh? oh, he's a machine that fella <laughs> yeah, I think he, some is, people... he is brilliant he is. I think some people online were saying oh, he's got. He must have three lungs because he was like every time. <laughs> I mean, if we get a red card like a couple more times a season, he's just like he's like an extra fella on the field. He's yeah, just like yeah, his his, yeah. his engine is just ridiculous, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, fantastic. What a fantastic signing. Yeah, ridiculously good. Just just another another couple of bits just from that. Um, well, actually, just one more actually from that game because obviously we we go on to. Um, have spells where obviously we're behind the ball. We get the win amazingly, <laughs> amazingly. We get the win, yeah. which is absolutely <laughs> ridiculously good. Mm. But I saw, I saw, I saw a stat on Twitter um, from Andrew Beasley, and basically he said Newcastle had two players who committed four fouls yeah. without being yeah, booked yeah. today, which is yeah. Gimmerish and Joe Linton. Liverpool, yeah. Liverpool <laughs> had one in the entirety yeah. of last season: Diaz at yeah. Leicester. So, yeah. what what are your thoughts on this then? Because like well, persistent well, persistent fouling and stuff, and like breaking yeah, up play and whatever yeah, else, yeah, yeah. It's, it's obviously up to the referee, like his discretion and whatever, and what he feels is it. It is, but it's it's again where I don't I don't think John Brooks had his greatest game yesterday. I've got to say, although his his recognition of fouls wasn't great, um, but more than that, his lack of awareness, and this is where particularly Joe Linton got away with it yesterday. Um, on 43 minutes, I remember, Joe Linton made yet another foul. Um, 43 minutes, the two minutes to go till half-time. And, and Brooks has picked up the fact that um, this isn't the first time I've seen you. So he's pulled Joe Linton and he's given it the big one, which we do. We call it a public bollocking. He's given Joe Linton the, the bigger and he started pointing around the field of play to say you've done one there you've done another one there and you've done one over there and that's good refereeing because what he's letting everybody who's watching know is listen i've seen him and next time he's in he's giving it the bigger and that's on 43 minutes and i thought good lad that's it now then 90 seconds later joe linton follows a liverpool player no yellow card that's that's weak refereeing, John Brooks. You'd set him up beautifully to say, I'm in charge, I'm sick of seeing you, and I'm sick of seeing you foul. Next time you step out of line, you mind some. And he didn't do it. 
He set it up beautifully and failed to follow it through. Now, at that point, players will lose. You'll lose the trust of the players yeah. because they're thinking, he's, he's all fair. Do what he wants. You know, Nick is this lad. Yeah. <laughs> he, he threatens to do stuff and doesn't see it through. So we'll do what we want to. We'll do what we want to him. He's not, he's so, not going to do anything to us. Yeah. So, Glenn, so what? So, what's the. So, like you said, he's made that big public. Yeah. Display there. So what? What's, yeah, that was good. Yeah. What's going yeah. through his head there when he's not giving Joel and the yellow card? That one you just I mentioned. I, what, what's 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 he thinking? I wish I knew. <laughs> now, 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 whether it's a bit like the Trent one, in in so much that the second one came too soon after the first one, and and his is I don't know his mind's a bit of a fog. I don't know. The only kind of one bloke in the world will know why he didn't follow through what he'd threatened to do. And that's John Brooks. Well, that is that make is rank poor refereeing. That is poor, poor refereeing. You've set set up the situation beautifully by letting everybody in the world who's watching this game of football know I'm in charge. You step out of line again, and I'm going to do you. And if he had, nobody would have gone. Well, what an idiot! They would have all gone. Joe Linton, you idiot. Yeah. He's told you. We all saw him tell you in 90 <laughs> seconds you've committed another foul. Well, you're yeah. full, aren't you, lad? <laughs> he, did, he, did, he set it up beautifully and failed to see it through. Weak refereeing, lack of awareness, and, and you'll lose the player's trust at that point. And once you've lost that, you're starting to lose the game because you've got to have the players trust you. Yeah, of course. And it's, it's, it's just, yeah, I mean, there's, there's there's errors being made in all of the games and stuff, which we'll come on to in a minute. Yeah, but like yeah, to do something yeah. like that, like, where he's... He's done that, and then he's like going. Actually, I'll let you off with another one, and it's like yeah. it's, it's letting yeah, the players yeah. basically go. You know, like you said just crack on and yeah. do whatever they want, which yeah, is yeah. in a game like that where Liverpool, uh, I guess, trying to stay behind the ball and and, and break away at, at speed. Mm. You just, you just, I think it's just asking for it's asking for tr- more trouble, isn't it? Like you said, so very, I mean, very. He, he, he finished the game without a yellow card, Joe Linton. I don't know how he, I don't know how he got to it as far as he did. Without a yellow card, it's just incredible. I mean, they they had the sense in the end to take him off, um, but but uh, so many opportunities up to that point where where Brooks should have done his job and should have done the job he told everybody he was going to do. Only yeah. he knows why he didn't. Yeah, and and obviously, like you said, proximity, and there's also like I guess atmosphere, like Newcastle riled up because they're they're in the lead, and mm-hmm. um, it, there's this. Whatever seems like a little fake rivalry being drummed up in Liverpool and Newcastle, <laughs> yeah. which don't is get just, that. It's yeah, just don't get that. <laughs> <laughs> which is just mad, obviously. Like it's yeah, I don't know. But I mean, for full disclosure, I'd like to say I used to love going to Newcastle. I loved it lining up there because they're, they're a great crowd. And they really are. They give you a chance at Newcastle because they're a knowledgeable crowd as well. And there's some grounds you go to, and some of the stuff you can hear, and you know, and. If any referee ever tells you that they don't hear what's said from the crowd, they're lying. <laughs> and uh, I can tell you, they're, they're a knowledgeable crowd at Newcastle. They're a good set of supporters. Um, really, I don't know what this fake rivalry, rivalry where it's come from. They've never felt any rivalry towards Newcastle. They're good supporters. I like them. <laughs> Lovely yeah. club as well, I've got to say. As a referee, they looked after me superbly well. Lovely club. I love to go to Newcastle. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I think I've always been I've always been fond of Jordies and whatever. I just feel like maybe it's like a media thing because Newcastle have now got money and they're in the Champions yeah, League yeah. and whatever. So 
Yeah, yeah I just, I just, yeah. It's like when I like them, I like them though. I like them though, mate. Because they're not throwing it about, daft, are they? They're not, they're not, they're not doing it, Chelsea, are they? And <laughs> <laughs> signing anybody that anybody else has been interested in. Yeah, true. Because yeah, yeah. well, Newcastle they put together a really good squad. That back four looked solid yesterday. They did look solid. I thought they were excellent. And then, and then on came Nunes, and, and, then, and then that theory went out the window. Yeah, broke broke heart straight away. <laughs> um, but yeah, Liverpool thankfully got over the line. Um, I mean, there's, there was a few other bits in there which we which we could talk about, but I want to get on to some of the other games because yeah, yeah, I feel like there's 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 been so many. Obviously, there's only oh. been three three games played and. Um, the the main one I wanted to talk about was the the Onana one um, against Wolves because that, yeah. that is like I mean that is like it's like it's like WWE isn't it that it's not like footy and what what's the I mean it's it's at Old Trafford it's the la- it's stoppage time uh, United are one up like I understand all that and I'm like yeah I understand all that because United get obviously get favourable decisions and and it's the last minute of the game whatever but what. Like VAR is meant to supposed to sort these yeah. situations out. So yeah. the referee not giving it, I can't understand. But no. I can understand if he maybe misses it for some reason, mm-hmm. wrong angle, whatever else, blocked by another player, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. But to have some fella in the in VAR mm-hmm. not choose to either say you fucked up here, get like yeah. it's a penalty, or yeah. come and have a look. I think this is pretty much a stonewaller. So. What what's the what, what yeah, are they doing? Uh, what are they, they doing, Glenn? What are they doing? You're, you're absolutely spot on, mate. You're spot on. Listen, there, there there can be reasons or even excuses why a referee on field misses something. A, a foul goes in, and a player runs across you just as it goes in. You can miss that. You were just unlucky. Your vision vision got blocked, or you've got a crap viewing angle because you're naked and you've you've not moved to where you know you should be. There's a multitude of reasons I can give you for for the on-field referee missing it. There's no excuse in for VIR. That should be 100% correct, 100% of the time. They're sitting in a sterile environment. They haven't got 75,000 screaming United fans at home. They haven't got 65,000 Liverpool supporters or 57,000, whatever. They haven't got all of that added pressure they're sitting in a quiet room with more screens than oh, curries <laughs> and with more camera angles than you can shake a stick at there is no excuse for getting those decisions wrong now that anana one short of sticking a great big neon sign above that that says hey referee this is a foul i don't know how much more obvious you want because they don't come any clearer than that. He has absolutely wiped out the Wolves player. It's a penalty. It's a penalty. And to the day of my final breath, I will never know how that was not given. That is a poor on-field decision. I can go with it. Maybe the referee's vision was blocked. Don't know. What I cannot and will never accept is VAR not sending the referee to the screen. That's that's awful. And that is not how VAR was sold to us. From day one, we were told VAR was going to come in for the clear and obvious errors. Yeah. That ticks both boxes with <laughs> great big ticks. That was clear. 
and that was obvious. Yeah, that I've, was I've, poor. I've never seen bigger ticks in my life. Like, I can't, like, <laughs> no. especially, especially when you're going into a new season, Glenn, and you're thinking, mm-hmm. you know, you're not only optimistic about your, your team's chances of doing well, you, you, you're kind of thinking, right, the referees have had a bit of time here, they've, they've, they've had a poor season generally the year before. <laughs> Are they going to be able to sort some things out to say, no, we're going to give yellows for kicking the ball away, like imaginary yellow cards, like the stuff that you want clamping down on? And then you see that. And you're like, yeah. nothing's changed. If anything, it's worse. And it's like, it, 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 I think it sets a precedent because obviously then that gets, obviously Sky Sports, do ref watch. There's referees everywhere giving their opinion. There's, me, there's media and <clears throat> talking about it all the time. So I feel like it's, it's, it's hard to understand why something like that isn't given, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I was just, ask, I was oh, just sorry, asking... Yeah. No, yeah, sorry, I, was, I, was just... I lost you there. I don't know what happened. Technology let me down. I'll, I'll just oh, no, say it again. Right. Yeah, so, um, yeah, technology let me down. Sorry about um, Yeah, the, the referees are very keen to get a yellow in now for, for a player showing dissent or for a player delaying the restart um, because I think they want to satisfy Howard's agenda. Um, and it's a good agenda. I like it. But, but don't do that at the expense of recognising fouls. Uh, and I think the foul recognition amongst this group of referees is poor. I mean, I could, I could point to Rob Jones this weekend, Chelsea against Luton. Is Miss Luton's captain trying to swap shirts with Thiago in the penalty area? Um, he missed it. Why didn't VAR send him send him to the screen? Um, but then it was VAR on that game, mate. It was that man again, Paul Tierney. Poor, poor VAR official. We had Tim Robinson at Bournemouth and Spurs. He got very lucky um, when he missed a clear foul. Semenyo um, on the edge of Spurs' penalty area was fouled. Spurs broke and he got lucky that the chance it, it fell to Richarlison, who's banged out of form, isn't he? And, uh, you know, he, he couldn't hit, he couldn't hit a donkey's backside with a banjo at the moment, that lad. So he, he got lucky. He missed a foul, clear, clear foul. Um, and then same game, same referee. Perisic pushed um, Aaron's in the head, pushed him over. Anything from the neck upwards, that's violent conduct. He should have gone. Now, referees are very good and very quick to get yellow cards in for dissent and for delaying the restart. But I'm afraid some of them are doing it at the expense of foul recognition. Um, and that's not good. That's yeah. not good enough. So that's a, that, that's a good point, actually, because, <clears throat> like you said, the initiative and whatever, bringing it in, fine, mm. I'm happy with stuff like that yeah. being brought in to help the game, yeah. but mm. then the focus and too much energy on the new initiatives and yes. not doing the referee and what they should be doing yeah. as well, which is like, yeah. we don't want to, yeah, it, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. You're still going to referee the game to the, to the yeah. law that you expect, but yeah. you do, it's not, it's not to the, it shouldn't be to the detriment of the game. Absolutely and stuff, not, should no. It? no, no, doing though, doing... Doing those yellow cards for dissent and delaying the restart is is a little addition onto what you should always be doing. Now I'm afraid they're doing it at the expense of what they should always be doing. Um, foul recognition amongst this group is poor, though, mate. They are the it, it's not a good group of referees in terms of recognising what's going off. I'm sorry so, to so, say. <laughs> so, 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 what does that come down? I mean, what does that? I mean, it's probably a 
open-ended question but like what does that boil down to then like obviously they're getting trained and whatever but what yeah what's... that's what it comes down to they'll make the, the quality of the coaching isn't good enough the quality of the coaching and, and the managers that they've got in isn't good enough um it's, it's no secret i'm not i'm not going to you know throw names out there that aren't in the public domain but when when they're appointing coaches the the ilk of john moss and lee mason to coach this group of referees look listen they never set the world on fire as referees themselves did they so how can somebody like john moss go to a referee like michael oliver and make him better he can't it wasn't it, it wasn't and never would be in oliver's class in the first place so what can he add to michael oliver's game they've got the wrong coaches in and they've got the wrong managers of these referees in they need the likes of mark halsey quality top referees in their day who still to this day hold the um, um the respect of not only the public but the fellow referees still in that group um alan wiley you know nobody will thank me for saying it but graham paul what a top referee he got many you know he got many other things that maybe he'd like to reflect on and, and he could have done better but in terms of foul recognition being a top referee nobody can fault that nobody will ever ever tell me that grandpa wasn't a top quality referee he was they've got the wrong people in the in the right jobs um and so it's little wonder that the basics of foul recognition it's not there it's not there mate yeah it's i mean it's it's something that you shouldn't really i mean this show in theory shouldn't be a show because we shouldn't really have be having to talk about it because referees yeah. should just mm-hmm. you shouldn't you shouldn't you should only notice them when something big happens or mm-hmm. i think i think the, the old saying is you shouldn't really shouldn't really notice a referee it should be like no. let the game flow no. give yellows when required make the decisions you've now got fucking someone in a like you said in a in a, in a a booth with coffee on tap and whatever with loads of screens so like how it should be better but if, if anything it's worse and it's a, i think it, it's it's frustrating as well because like you, when you think about it like like you said like the, the people that are in charge and like the, the coaches and whatever and it's, it's hard for just like a football fan to know i guess the levels of like what goes on behind the scenes but it's it's clearly like you said it's the same like with a club if there's a poor manager and a poor coach the performances are going to be bad it's the exact same thing isn't it but, but you know what the all of these var bunkers and you know however many screens they've got and, and however many people are in the bloody room as well i mean how, how many people do we need to look at a screen and say you've got that right you've got that wrong but what that's making referees these days is lazy because they know full well why should i put my neck on the block i've got a bloke here with a bunch of cameras and and screens he can tell me whether i've got it wrong they're not making decisions anymore or they're not making those top high level risky if you like decisions anymore because they know full well they've got somebody sitting in a bunker that can tell them hey stop the game go and have a look at the screen they're taking the skill out of refereeing, um, and, and that's a sad byproduct of, of what should be a very good, helpful tool for a referee. But that's all it should be. It should be a help. It should yeah. be an aid to refereeing, 
they shouldn't be refereeing games of football from bunkers. And that's what too many of our referees are relying on now. They're relying on VAR to dig them out of a hole. And so why should I put my neck on the block? I might be proven wrong. Yeah, and that, and that kind of comes back to the question. I mean, we've, I was going to ask you loads of other stuff, but I, I mean, we could we could do like a three-hour show on this. So I'm just going to I'm just going to ask <laughs> yeah, you one more. Sad reflection of referee, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, do a three-hour show. On it. Exactly, unfortunately. <laughs> but I've just got last last question before before we finish up. Is people have kind of been saying, and I've, it's it's a good point. Like maybe making is it possible to make VAR like independent, like? So, like, not like a different, I guess, body of people, or not ref, not not the referees' mates that he goes down the booze with on a Friday, because, yeah. like you said, they're, they're making poor decisions because they're expecting yeah. the mates to get them out of a yeah. out of a bit of a, like you said, a hole. And if they didn't have that to fall back on, they then have to make the difficult decisions again. So, is that yeah. is that is that possible though? Of course, it's possible. Yeah, Howard Howard can appoint whoever he wants to be the AR. Um, and I think he should, because you know, Dino, Mike, Mike Dean did no favours to the refereeing world this week when he came out with you know with that sentence. You know, I didn't kind of he didn't want to drop his mate in any more trouble or cause his mate any more grief. I think is what he actually said. Now you know I've heard his explanation since then, and, and, and that's plausible. But unfortunately. He said what he said in the manner he said it, and people will read into that that oh, they just look after the mates, do don't they? Well, that's that's done none of us any favours because you now whilst people might think that English referees are rubbish, we were always honest. Um, now the when when Dino comes out with something like that, not only does the integrity of the the, the competition, the Premier League, does that get drawn into question? The integrity of referees gets drawn into question, and 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 even if you think we're crap, at least we should be honestly crap. <laughs> um, and and I'm afraid that's been chipped away at. That shouldn't be the case. So, active referees, out for me, out of VAR, get in. Former referees who were top referees in their day, but also who are not afraid to call it as it actually is. And there we are for your Mark Olses, your Alan Wileys, your Graham Poles, your Jeff Winters. Get them in. These were all top fellas, but also they were all top fellas with enough balls to call it as, as much as that might upset the, the man in the middle. Yeah, yeah, I think that's something that I mean. Three games in, it's I don't know what how much is going to change while the season's playing and there's loads of games getting played. But definitely, if it's something that if this season has to be hampered by a load of horrific decisions, it, for eventually something like that to get put in place where the game will be better in the future, then I guess we just have to grin and bear it and get through this season or whatever to get through that. But could he? Could he do it? during the season is that, yeah, is that he can possible? Do what he, he can do what he wants yeah he can do what he wants he's the manager of the pgmol referees he can have him who he wants if he wants to shift them out shift them out then he should yeah. uh, well, well the sad thing is we've had var for four years now and, and we keep getting told well he needs time to settle down yeah it's four years man <laughs> and they're still getting it wrong yeah. So it, there's nothing wrong with the system. 
the the mechanical system of VAR is superb. It works. It does exactly what it says on the tin. Does VAR? The problems are coming from the human side because people operating that very good system are not up to it. They've yeah. got to go, mate. They've got to go. Yeah. It will not get any better with this group. It won't. I'm yeah. sorry to say. He's got to clear them out, has Howard, and bring in, bring in his own people and, and get some top, top former officials in who aren't afraid to call it as it is. Yeah, massively. Hopefully that's something... I mean, the good thing is if these decisions keep happening, he'll obviously hopefully be pushed into a corner and have to make a decision. I mean, it should have it should have happened a long time ago. Like you said, four years of VAR and it's still we're still having bad decisions. <laughs> isn't a, isn't a glowing indictment on no. how the system's being used? But no, yeah. I mean, Glenn, thanks very much. There's absolutely loads more. <laughs> I was gonna right. I was gonna ask yeah. you, <laughs> um, but yeah, hopefully if you fancy jumping on, maybe again next week we yeah, can we, 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 we can do another one. I'm happy to. I'm happy to. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Thanks, Glenn. Uh, really appreciate it. But yeah, so that was episode one of uh, Ref Regard. Hopefully, we'll be back next week with some other, I guess, non-Liverpool stuff. I'm hoping it'll be maybe one Liverpool yellow card or whatever we can talk about, and the rest can be Arsenal and United and whatever, <laughs> which which we'd really enjoy. But as always, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks to Glenn for jumping on for his for his. Did you say podcast de- debut? Did you say? Yes, man. Oh, lovely. Virgin flight on, on, on podcast. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. You've absolutely smashed it, Glenn. You've absolutely <laughs> smashed it. But uh, appreciate, appreciate it. Thanks for jumping on. Yeah, we'll see you all very soon. Next one. Ta da. Cheers, everyone. I'm Jamie Carragher, and you are listening to the Copy Podcast. Network.